Hola, hola, chulas. Hi there. We are experts in intuitive eating for on-again, off-again chronic dieters, and we are here to help you take the guilt and stress out of eating so you can become the first in your family to break the diet cycle, just like we are in our families. We want you to be who you are without food guilt. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, No More Guilt for Melissa and Your Latina Nutritionist for Delina. Are you ready? Let's break the diet cycle. Hola, Chula. It's me, Dalida. Before we start, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Your Latina Nutrition. What you are about to listen to is not a professional coaching or counseling session. Each episode is a one-time conversation meant for educational purposes. We are dietitians, but we're not your dietitian. Remember that podcasts don't constitute treatment. If you have concerns about your dieting behaviors, seek out guidance from a medical or mental health professional. And if you're looking for a community, tools to ditch the diet, help with finding authentic health and keeping your culture alive, join my membership brought to you by today's sponsor, me. Okay, Adriana, I'm so excited to have you here. Today, we're going to be focusing on the principle of intuitive eating, which is my favorite. (laughs) I feel like anybody that's worked with me can feel like the excitement in my voice when I talk about satisfaction and just how much I love talking about how food tastes good. (laughs) So Today, we're going to be, you know, discussing with one of my past clients, Adriana, how she kind of like incorporated satisfaction into her intuitive eating journey, because hello, this is one of the scary ones. So Adriana, can you introduce yourself? Sure. So my name is Adriana. I live in New Hampshire. I work as a public health consultant, and I am of Puerto Rican and Colombian descent. Woohoo! Now, Adriana, you are like an OG chula. Like you were <laughs> in my second cohort of my groups, and you've been in the Chulas Club since like last June. Like you've been in this club forever. So, how do you feel like this intuitive eating process has been for you, right? Because it's been a little over a year since you've been like working towards this or on this journey, I should say. Yeah. So I would say in terms of my intuitive eating journey, I'm realizing there's never an end point. You're always learning. And, you know, I think I get to, uh, I've gotten to a point that I, I know the principles and I know more or less how to apply them to my life, but I always need, you know, there's just times in your life where you need support and refreshers on why this is important. So I, you know, I was dieting since I was 15, 14. And so this has been a very long journey. And I, I really love the Chula Club for that reason, for the reason that it's people like me <laughs> in that group who grew up with similar upbringing to understand the nuances of Latino or Latinx culture. But yeah, so I, I, it's funny you say OG. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still learning. <laughs> but it, you know, yeah, I feel like now that I look back, I'm like, oh man, I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> you have. And like, I think it's important for the listeners to know that like you can learn the skills, you can, you know, read the books, check off the lists or whatever. But like, this is an ongoing process. And Melissa and I are always talking about this. Like, 
things happen in life and curveballs get thrown at you. And like the goal of intuitive eating is to have the tools to be able to pick yourself up in any scenario that life um, throws at you, because a lot of the skills you can actually utilize in other parts of your life, not just food. So today we're going to be talking about satisfaction. And I really wanted to ask you how you would describe how it felt to find satisfaction again with food, right? Because satisfaction, you know, in the intuitive eating process is allowing you, you yourself right, to really enjoy food, to find the pleasure in food again, to allow yourself to eat the decadent food, then like how I describe it, let food hit the spot. Like, <laughs> like let food be like, damn, that tastes Good, right? Without the fear, because food is supposed to do that. Food is supposed to provide that satisfaction and pleasure. So how would you describe how it felt finding satisfaction with food again? I think it feels amazing <laughs> when you strike a good balance. And I think for me, with satisfaction, it's just, it's enjoying the moment. And it's very, it's a mindful moment, right? Like you're enjoying the food, you're in the present. And then I think for me, a true sign of like satisfaction with a meal is I finish, I like look back on that meal fondly, but I'm not constantly thinking about food or, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat next? Or what am I going to do to make up for that meal? So I think satisfaction is about like being present and enjoy, like using your five senses and just enjoying the food and enjoying nourishing yourself rather than you know, it's not me eating an entire three layer cake. Yes. (laughs) The way some people think it's going to be. Yeah. It's whatever I'm eating, finding enjoyment in it. Yes. I love that you say that because I I do think that people assume that finding satisfaction again, right. Is to eat three, like a three layered cake all in one sitting. But I think what I want everybody to understand is once you're able to walk through these steps and these principles, like satisfaction is about that food hitting the spot and making you feel good. And you might notice that you are able to feel satisfied a lot quicker, right? Because you are eating foods that light you up, that fill up your soul (laughs) and that bring you joy. So you're able to do that. And you notice that like a lot of different foods give you satisfaction. Like there's going to be times that you're going to eat a salad. You're going to be like, damn, that also hit the spot, right? Like it doesn't always have to be Oreo cookies, a three layered cake. Like it's about finding, you know, and that enjoyment with food. And like you said, using all your five senses and enjoying it because food is like you eat multiple times a day. It, it, it shouldn't be blah, right? And I think that one of the, the things that a lot of us don't realize is that when we don't have satisfaction with food, we're constantly looking for satisfaction and your body's constantly asking you for satisfaction. And so that's when a lot of the times people will call themselves binge eaters or emotional eaters. And it's like, mm, is it really that? Let's talk through it. Or is it that maybe you're missing <laughs> some good food in your life, you know, cauliflower rice is not going to hit the spot. Sorry, people, if you like it, great for you, but it's not going to hit the spot for for a lot of people. (laughs) So how would you say you have been able to like add satisfaction to your day? Like, can you give the, like, you know, listeners an example of how like satisfaction is part of your everyday besides like using the five senses and things like that, like just a good example for them to understand. Yeah. Sure. So I think it's, 
I think one of the things with satisfaction is I have perfectionist tendencies. So I think at first I was like, I got to make this a whole experience. Even after I just said all of that, like I got to, and like sometimes life just doesn't allow you to do that. And so mm-hmm. it's like, how can I make it satisfying in this moment with the time I have and what's in my fridge? And so like something I like to do is sometimes I just like add a handful of chips to my whatever I'm eating <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, cause I like love chips. And I add a handful of chips for a little crunch. And it's so funny because I think before I used to say, I can't have chips in the house. And now if I have a bag of chips, like I can go through it. Maybe it'll take a week, a week and a half, two weeks. Because I'm just adding a handful to sometimes, you know, you make something and you're like, mm, I need something that's like <laughs> the texture, a little more tasty. Yeah, like a little more tasty this meal. Or like, you know, I haven't gone grocery shopping, so this is what I have. And so sometimes just adding that handful of chips to my meal and then I'm not going back to the bag it's Mm -hmm. and it's not because I'm telling myself no you're done you can't have any more I just I'm I'm satisfied and then when I do have the time I do like to cook like last night I made like a meat sauce with spaghetti and that was really fun because I started dabbling in gardening so like I went outside and I got like the basil I'm growing and the rosemary and the thyme. And I have like one little pepper that I put in there. And so when I have the time to like cook and listen to a podcast, like that also adds to my satisfaction. Like, you know, I've put all of this together and now I'm going to enjoy it. But, you know, I think it just means different things at different times or stages of your life. Like it's not a three course meal, every meal, or it's not like, nature music and (laughs) sitting down and like which sometimes sometimes it is like sometimes you just need that like mindful moment but learning to adapt and kind of I feel like I'm at the point that sometimes I think about like okay will this keep me full or you know I'd like to add more vegetables or fruit I'd like to add more nutrition but always like life is too short to eat a really bad meal (laughs) so like what what can I do in this moment to make it taste better and enjoy the meal? Yes. And kind of listen, there's nothing that makes me more angry in life. Nothing than when I order food and I'm expecting this amazing ass meal and then it's shit. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> One of the most infuriating things. I, and I swear it only happens when I'm hungry. If I'm like hungry in a rush and I'm like, oh my God, I'm just going to order this from my favorite place because I know it always hits the spot. I swear I should know better. It always comes out not, maybe I'm too hungry. I don't know. But like, I feel like it's one of the things that like my biggest peeves in life is like when I really want something. <laughs> doesn't satisfy me. I'm like, why? And I think it's also important to understand that, you know, just like Adriana said, like you also can't expect every meal to be like satisfying. Like I think that throughout the day you want to have satisfying foods, but sometimes you're in a rush, you're, you know, have a lot of things to do. You're just going to grab something real quick and you're just going to eat it. And it might not hit the spot <laughs> like we're talking about here. So I don't ever want anybody to feel like they're doing something wrong. Right. Cause I think a lot of the times our perfectionist tendencies make us feel like everything has to be the same all the times. Every single thing you eat has to be satisfying. Every single thing that you eat needs to have the X, Y, Z or whatever. And so 
that's not how this works. <laughs> and there's going to be times where you're going to eat food and it's not going to be satisfying. And that's okay. Because the next time that you eat, you can add satisfaction. And then the next time that you eat, you can add satisfaction. So it's not something that's like written in stone that you have to do every single time. But when your body is missing satisfaction for a very long time, you will see it. Like you will notice that you're going to be craving things that you're like, oh my God, this is so bad, which we all know it's not true. It's not bad for you, but you really need to have that balance. And you all know, I hate using the word balance because I feel like diet culture has taken it from us and stolen (laughs) it and repurposed it in a diety way. But balance in the sense that like that pendulum is just going to be right in the middle, not swinging back and forth all around like crazy. So my next question to you, Adriana, is you were the one, I will never forget this, in one of our Chula Club calls, you said, yeah, this was you, you were like, I don't understand why people always say that intuitive eating isn't you just eat what you want whenever you want. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> never forget that because you made me literally stop in my tracks and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> right now and you were like it is eating what you want whenever you want but like you said like it's about that intense and connection that I'm constantly talking about like you said sometimes you're like what can I add to this right because all everybody that works with me I'm constantly talking about adding nutrition and making your body feel good right because we know that health and nutrition and nourishment all of that is important right along with all of this and you said like sometimes you add fruits and vegetables or whatever like what's going to enhance the meal right that's what I usually talk about but a lot of people have this fear right that it's like eat what you want whenever you want but not in the way that you and I described right in this like literal, like, I'm only going to eat donuts. I'm only going to eat Oreo cookies. I'll never touch a salad ever again. So how would you say that adding satisfaction has helped you with the fear of letting go of your health and just kind of helped you gain control of your health again? I think it's helped enormously. Like, I think all of the times in the past that I overate, right? Like, for the most part, if I look back and say, was I satisfied at the end of that meal or the bottom of the Oreo container or whatever? <laughs> I can't say I was, you know, I can't say I was satisfied. And half the time, you know, you don't like, you don't realize it. And so you're like, oh my gosh, I ate all of this. And I have no, like, I have no recollection of the process. Like I was just ruminating. Um, and so I think satisfaction made me realize that it's a key part to caring for yourself. And I think that has brought health to my life. Like, I think if anything, the pursuit of satisfaction means that you won't eat trays of donuts because you're not going to be satisfied for that. If you're listening to your body, you're going to come to a point where you're going to feel sick or like this doesn't taste good anymore. And so I think that has, it's so funny because, you know, we talk about health and I've had family members say like, oh, you know, watch your weight or like, you know, watch your health. And I'm like, I haven't over, like I haven't eaten a container of cookies or like (laughs) blown through an ice cream carton in like two years now. And I'm like, why isn't that the sign of health? You know, like I nourish my body now. And so I think that satisfaction is key. And I, and now like, now that we're in the summer, like 
I really appreciate vegetables in season and like mm -hmm. cucumbers and tomatoes and peaches and enjoying all of that. And so I think people fear satisfaction because they don't trust their body, mm -hmm. that their body is going to tell them that they're satisfied. And it takes a while, but I, I do think that at the end, like health and satisfaction go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and I don't think diet culture lets us believe that necessarily. No, it doesn't because they tell you that if you are satisfied, if food tastes good, there's something wrong, right? There's, there's so many of like the 100 calorie packs, right? This is so, it's not satisfying. <laughs> Stop. Like that's not going to hit the spot and like it's pure cardboard. <laughs> or if, if you are having something, it's like it's only three pieces and it's sinfully delightful. <laughs> Use all those ridiculous buzzwords and they trick you into thinking that satisfaction is less. That if you want to be satisfied, yeah. you have to eat less. If you want some ice cream, you need two thirds of a cup. Who eats two thirds of a cup of ice cream? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> and I don't care what anybody says, none of those low calorie ice creams taste good. None of them. I've actually had brands like send me some and I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. I'll try it because I have to try it before I post about it. And I've had to email them like, yo, no, sorry, I can't. I can't do this because I can't lie. This tastes like shit. And I, I mean, I remember measuring those two thirds cups of ice cream, right? Ridiculous. And like feeling so morally superior that I measured it out and eating it. And then two hours later being like, oh, but I want more. Yeah. And I probably wanted more ice cream because I didn't eat enough at dinner. <laughs> like it's all related. All of it. Yeah. It's like, uh, and this is why we're doing this series because I think that Evelyn and Elise did such an amazing job at kind of like laying down the steps in a way that like they build upon each other. Right. I often hear Evelyn in all her podcasts say that she doesn't follow the steps. Actually, I heard her say that she doesn't even know them in order. <laughs> hilarious she's so amazing but I love I actually love going through them in the steps because I think they built upon each other especially because I feel like the way that Evelyn works she works with people for like years at a time right so she's able to like build upon it right but the way that you know Melissa and I and a lot of the other dietitians we do you know set amount of times that we're talking through them with you and teaching them to, to you and then you can go ahead and kind of like do them on your own or with us or whatever. But yeah, I think that satisfaction is like so key. And even when you look at the research, countries that have higher satisfaction with food have higher health rates. <laughs> you have a good relationship with food and you're satisfied with it. Like you said, the binging stops and the health outcomes are better regardless of your body size, right? So I think that this is like, something that we need to drive home that like you're more than a body one and two food is supposed to make you happy <laughs> it's supposed to be it's supposed to light you up right so you know just kind of like wrap up the satisfaction what would you say to someone that's afraid of giving into satisfaction because you've been there in the past so now that you're on the other side how would you you know kind of like bring someone over yeah, it's so funny because when you said that before about culture, all I keep thinking is that saying in Spanish, barriga llena or panza llena, corazón contenta, like, it's, it's so true, like, full belly, happy heart, and I think I would say, I think I, the what what made me 
start exploring intuitive eating is just this every diet I started and like failed, I would have the same conversation in my head of why can't I be normal around food? Why is this so hard? I'm doing this, but can I do this for the rest of my life? Like, does this mean I have to do this the rest of my life to be healthy? Like that doesn't make sense. Like why can someone else just eat normally and I can't? And I would, I guess, entice people to come over. Like it's so much more fun on this side. <laughs> like come, come over and like enjoy your food and let go of the guilt. And, and if you're afraid of satisfaction, like think, what does that mean for the other parts of your life? Like mm-hmm. I'm finding like that this, like I'm kind of at the point that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is all connected to mm-hmm. like living an authentic life. Like I've been reading a lot of Brene Brown, but like, <laughs> you know, letting go of perfectionism and like, are you really satisfied with your life? Like what, you know, like, and I would say it takes a while for people to get to that point. But like, if you're at that point, trust your body, know that you're not gonna, your health isn't going to go down through the tubes because you've decided that you need to be satisfied by your meal. And yeah, come over. There's like cheese on this side and <laughs> wine and <laughs> There's good food. Rewards. Yeah. And like, don't lunch boxes and tostones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I love this so much. Ah. All right. Well, I can't even like thank you enough for coming on the podcast and and talking about this because everybody that knows me knows that I love this topic and food. So I just appreciate you so, so much. And and for everyone listening, come on over. We want you on the side. You don't got to keep on, you know, dwelling on nasty cardboard food. Come and eat with us. (laughs) Come join us. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. All right, everyone. That's today's episode. And I am like, so in awe of Adriana coming on and just talking so beautifully about satisfaction. But I feel like we say this about all our, you know, clients, but like they have such a way with words that sometimes like we try to say like, this is what might happen. This is what's going to happen. Like think of the freedom. And then we like, Nobody probably believes this because they're like, y'all too. We just, you know. But then when we have people on here, we're like, yeah, see, we're not like lying. Well, it's helpful to have perspectives of like, yeah. <laughs> when you're, you're a beginner or like, I shouldn't even say, we're always beginners because we're always yeah. learning. But like when you're new, new to it, the way you describe it and experience is different than when you've doing it for two, three, four, five plus years. Like, yeah. So it's super, it's kind of fun to hear it from someone else's perspective. Yeah. And I hope that it just helps everyone feel more comfortable in the fact that this is such a journey. Like, it's not like, here's the 10 principles, boom, done, bam, I'm a whole new person. <laughs> Which is why we don't, we like methods. I mean, more me more yeah. so, I'm definitely more of the like type A structured. If you get too, too tight in the methods, too hot to trot on the methods, you lose <laughs> the whole spirit and the whole benefit of this process. So I mean, we keep, we sound like very repetitive, but I don't care because I want to make it very clear just because we're teaching the principles doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that's it. We want you to really work hard to thread it all together. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Love it. Well, I'm so glad you got to interview her. Yay. So yeah, that was today's episode. So if you'd love to leave us a review or we would love you 
if you left us a review. Um, so like an honest people, one, don't just yeah, a real one. Yeah. Like tell us how's it going so we can improve. Yeah, so that other women looking to heal their relationship with food can find our show, or maybe tell someone in your life about the pod. This is actually a great idea for those people in your life. You're like, I want to let them know what I'm doing, but I don't know how to talk about it. <laughs> Lena and I could talk to walls, separate walls in separate rooms. We'll do it for you. Share the pod with them. And until next time, we hope to see you on Instagram, just like we found each other. Boop. <laughs> oh, thanks for being here. Peace, love, and break the diet cycle. See you, Delina. Bye.